Hello, everybody. Welcome to the And Other Things Radio. This is Brandon Karras, and we are going to be talking about sports with Tyler Yu and Solomon Kim. Hello, everybody. My name is <laughs> my name is Tyler Yu, and I am here with my friend Solomon. <laughs> hey, guys. It's um, 9:22 p.m. Eastern Time. Eastern Western Time. <laughs> Pacific Standard. And uh, I have first question for everyone. You guys watch the Lakers game? You did watch the Lakers game. Yeah. Of course I did. What is that? Of course I did. Lakers versus Trailblazers. What was the ending score? Ending score? 135 to 115. The Lakers on by 20. (laughs) At one point, they were up by 38, but then they blew it. But that's okay. You know why? Who was up by 38? Oh. Lakers were up by. They blew a 38 lead and ended with 30. And they're up by 20. Oh. It was was honestly, to be honest, a more boring game in okay. my opinion it was just a big blowout over time so i feel like generally in nba games they're, they're faced you know you know people teams go through like streaks of just hot 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 minutes score a lot of points they don't just go back and forth that way but this uh-huh. game was just dominated by the lakers is you know i can see yeah, by the points okay yeah i can see that is that just because the trailblazers are just kind of weak weak sauce i would i would say yeah the trailblazers kind of choked today especially their star player damian lillard my man, Dame Dollar, just didn't perform. <laughs> I'm not as used to. We're just seeing an NBA caliber player, but he just didn't come out. You know what I mean? All right, yeah. I it was Mamba Day too, it. but just didn't represent. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. It's, it's hard to be consistent physically. No, definitely. Even mentally, yeah. Definitely. You know, he. I mean, you know, I mean, he's still one of the greatest, you know, playoff players right now. Um, definitely, he's one of the leaders on that team, and probably in the West. You know, it's just a bad day. He was he was having a little bit of injury. I think he hurt his knee in the he hurt his right knee. I'm pretty sure in the third or fourth quarter. So you know, yeah, can't really. Oh, see, yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. Fun fact that I think the Nike Blazer, the shoe, is actually named after the Trailblazers. Really? Yeah, I think the Nike Blazer was originally a basketball shoe. Well, that's why no one talks about it. <laughs> you know, I was actually, dude, I was actually, I was actually thinking about getting some Blazers. Not gonna lie. They're nice, especially the high the or clean. the mids. Yeah, yeah. you got you got that you got sound right, but hey, you know. yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> Definitely. So, um, the next question is um, kind of a more deep one, I guess. Is when did you guys start just getting into sports and how? Hmm. I'd have to say probably. I mean, when I was really young, I, I kind of like tried. I like I just. My parents would just sign me up for like almost everything. I played soccer, basketball, baseball, you know, whatnot. You know, I I feel like I was just kind of like very active. Mm-hmm. And my dad also followed a lot of sports. He's a big Cardinals fan, Packers fan. Um, so I guess you know it's always just been I, you know my life has just kind of been surrounded by sports okay. since day one, right? So yeah, and it's just kind of keep following that. Definitely. Yeah. What about you, Sean? Yeah, I'm in a very similar position. Tyler and I actually played on the same basketball team. We were in fourth grade. We did. We were. We were trash, though. <laughs> we were so. <laughs> we were so bad. The Denver, the Denver, Tyler Carlson was on the team, huh? He, he carried us. I guess. No, one hundred percent. He carried us. Yeah. You got. You guys still probably win because Tyler Carlson's a beast. We got second place actually. Yeah. Oh, so we didn't play a single minute. <laughs> no, 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 no. I remember. I vividly remember us sitting on the bench, right next to each other. Just two small Korean boys, just sitting on the sideline watching. What's his face? He, he's he's a year older than us. Alex Z. Alex, dude, he, him, Todd Carlson, Luke Weingarten, 
Um, they were on your team. They were on my. They were on my team. It was just Solomon and I just chilling on the sidelines, watching them play with like you know like a six foot Chuck Meyer in fourth grade. Like, it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like bro, what do you want me to do? You know? And his dad was yeah. the coach, actually, of that. No, it wasn't. Wasn't your dad the coach? No, it was Mr. Carlson was the coach of that. I thought your dad was the assistant coach. No, maybe that was a different year. Dang. Uh, All right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have much experience in sports. I think my dad is really into sports, but, like, he doesn't really care about it, like, especially when I came around. And I did play, like, one season of AYSO, and we were, like, Second to last, like we were terrible. <laughs> we had good players, like we had like really good players, but no chemistry. And also, I'm just really uncoordinated in general. So yeah, you're, you're kind of a, you're pretty. I'd say you're a pretty athletic guy, though. In terms of just like, I feel like you're. Just, I can do you, uncoordinated you build. Like you, you're pretty strong. You can fast. fast. <laughs> yeah, I can run like decently fast, but that's it. Like I, I can't like can't even make a turn. No. <laughs> no, like on the track, I can't because that's like a lot. Yeah, but just agility stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know we all have our strong suits, right, Saul? Right. <laughs> I could not agree more, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, when did you guys like first start like spectating games and whatnot, mm-hmm. like going to games? Probably just when we started. When I started playing basketball, I watched a lot of Lakers. Well, uh-huh. I watched a lot of Kobe. Kobe was the uh, definitely um, really exciting to watch when mm-hmm. I was younger yeah. with the Lakers and yeah I just kept watching the Lakers I mean watching more basketball then I watched some football we played some fantasy football, yeah, football. with Tyler and the rest of the boys who got in the league we right. watched some soccer in the World Cup I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't really watch any soccer I don't know I don't know anything about soccer so don't, 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 take, take everything you're saying. Hey, but Matt, Korea, man. When they're in the World Cup, that's, 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 that's everyone that's away. Go Korea. Go Korea. Go Korea. That's, the one, that's the one game I watched in my entire yeah. life. I must say, I genuinely enjoyed that game. Yeah. No, for real. Like, I was, we watched it in summer school. What an upset, huh? Yeah. Like, during, like, Mr. Hall left it on during the test. <laughs> everyone is just watching that. In the middle of the test, people just yell because someone made a goal. <laughs> Pretty high. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty so, high. Yeah. I don't know. I literally, I don't know. Something about soccer just never caught my attention. Like, I was just like, I played soccer for a little bit, but then my team, like, literally, I went two two years of AYSO where I didn't get a single win on both my teams. I got yeah, one time, yeah. two years straight. And yeah, I, I wasn't just, I wasn't a huge fan of running. I'm not a huge fan of running. That's, I guess that's why I stuck to baseball. Mm-hmm. Then I quit yeah. baseball. But yeah, I like, like baseball. Yeah, baseball's fine. Like to be honest, though, I don't really like. I think it's kind of boring to watch them, in my opinion. It is. Like, I agree. I'll follow the standings and everything, but like, I'll I'll never turn on a game and watch the whole <laughs> game. It's too slow for me. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, what do you think the best sport to watch is? Something I think, in my opinion, I mean, just because I think I might be a little biased because I play fantasy, a lot of fantasy football, but definitely football or or, or play playoff basketball or March Madness basketball, Ooh, like yeah. something like more quick paced like that. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing beats basketball to me. Yeah, fast pace. Every single possession down the court, three pointer, layup, jump shot, block, wow. dunk, charge, steal, assist, <laughs> That's it, man. That's it's basketball. Yeah, it's basketball sick. is yeah. the most exciting sport ever. Interesting. We can end the podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue that it's fast pace, but yeah, you know, we we all have our preferences. That's true. Some people like yeah. golf. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, you know, I've been dabbling in golf the past few months. Yeah, that's that's hype. Because yeah, like I found my my dad's golf gear in the garage. Yeah, like, we're cleaning out the garage. I feel like over quarantine, a lot of people got into golf for some reason. Really? It's just yeah, just a lot of people got into golf. I think it's. I think like it's it's like a progression, you know. It's not just like one shot. It's like I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. No, I can I can see that. I can see that. It's definitely. I think I think it's a mentally tough game. Yeah, you know, it's it's so easy to mess up. Yeah, and when you do, it's just so frustrating. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Would you say that if you have better clubs and better balls, and you perform better? To be honest, I'm not at that level to where I can find <laughs> see, see the difference. But you know, I mean, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does matter. No, um, yeah. But I'm just not at that. I'm I'm, I'm I'm I've only been playing for a few months, you know. It's okay, man. Don't worry. You'll get there one day. <laughs> 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 That's the goal, man. That's the goal. You know, I'm just out here trying to best. Yeah, yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah. Wow, so inspirational. Thank you, <laughs> We're just out here supporting our fellow brothers. Yeah, definitely. Well said, well said. Hear that podcast? Yeah. Hear that? <laughs> We're out here to support. Yeah. I think, I was pretty surprised that I, I enjoyed boxing a lot. Like I don't Dude, watch it at all. Boxing is something I kind of want to get. I like, I kind of want to get. Want to get into like, like I want to learn how to properly box. You know. You remember when I made the boxing club? <laughs> <laughs> at school. Didn't mean one. Made the boxing club at school. I'm surprised they even let you make a boxing club. I know. I at CV high school. Yeah, but what is up happening? I just never talked to Mr. Johnson. You, <laughs> I I asked him before. He's like, you want to start a boxing club? And he's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I just never showed up. I think like I, I kinda, forgot to. like I kind of wish I took some sort of like like martial arts as a kid. Like I did for like a, cu- a couple months, but then I quit like pretty quickly. I did Taekwondo. Like that's, that's that black cool? belt. Yeah, like you still remember anything? A little bit. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie. Pretty fun, right? Like you can you still are you still like flexible enough to kick like pretty high and? Nah, I don't think I ever was flexible to start out with. But like, yeah, the dojo I went to was pretty like. They're pretty traditional, so it's not like you get a belt like every month. Like you actually gotta work for it, which is pretty sick. Cause I know Saul likes to wrestle. You do, don't you? Wrestling? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a sparring kind of guy. Yeah, <laughs> like, a, like a chicken fight in the water type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't All right, know about chicken fight in the water type of guy. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. That requires balance, man. That's facts. That's facts. <laughs> yeah, man. balancing different forces of water with air, air pressure, water, <laughs> water density, a- viscosity. Exactly. Um, <laughs> now we're speaking facts right now. Balance. There's so many numbers. No, man. it's it's really it's it's, I'd say it's one of the hardest sports. Is your yeah. whole body submerged like your head too? And that's the thing. You can choose. You can choose. <laughs> you can play deep end, shallow end, mid end, <laughs> mid end. Right. Person on the bottom, uh, treading water. A lot of different options with with the game of chicken Sick. fight. Chicken fight should be the next Olympic sports. I'm telling you, man. It's exciting. It's exhilarating. <laughs> imagine, imagine this. You got Shaquille O'Neal on the bottom, and on top is. LeBron James, huh? How about that, huh? <laughs> Why is he on top of it? Because freaking... Just imagine LeBron James charging at you with standing on top of Shaquille Oh, O'Neal. yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, against... I don't know, like... I don't know. It's all... Give him a matchup. Give him a matchup. We got our boy Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis on the bottom. 
and Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball. <laughs> Why Lonzo Ball? Why Lonzo Ball? I mean, he's real too, man. He's, he's got the hands. He got the assists. He has. He knows what LeBron's weaknesses are. Wow. Strengths and secrets. Wow. He's a teammate, man. So he can <laughs> use verbal defense. Verbal defense. It's underwater. Yeah, man. You can speak <laughs> through the waves and waves. Like echolocation? <laughs> yeah. Dolphin. Can I get a sample of echolocation? <laughs> Catch Shaq off guard and it's over. <laughs> and you win. You know Shaq is a DJ? No, dude. He's, he's a, I want to go see him live, bro. No, I, I do too. <laughs> he is, he is so... Like, honestly, he has to be one of the coolest guys on this planet. He's a DJ... He has a fried chicken shop. <laughs> Daddy's chicken. Wait, Shaq, that's close to Shaq's chicken. Yeah. He's a freaking NBA All Star, Hall of Famer. He's a he's a businessman. You see him in the Mercedes Benz commercials. He's, he's a beast. What a Do you think he's the coolest? In the coolest guy world? in this entire world. Compared, mm. I, I have to. I have to say, he's up there. He's up. Sure. He's definitely up there. Top five. Yeah. Who else makes number sense? one, I'm putting Elon Musk. What? <laughs> that dude's a straight Dude, savage. Tesla stars are wild. That dude's a straight savage, bro. Elon Musk. Interesting. Fun fact, I know this isn't really related to sports, but so apparently um, there's this law that electric vehicles actually have to be a a certain, like it has to be loud enough, right, for blind people because it can yeah. be dangerous. Yeah. So Elon Musk, to get around this law, is, is going to put speakers on the outside of Tesla's and have them constantly play elevator music. <laughs> <laughs> what? You should see you should see Saul's face right now. Complete shock. Saul, what's your take on this? Blown Wait, why? What, so the blind people that, can hear the car too. Does, does, um, does that law only apply to electric vehicles or all vehicles? All vehicles. Oh, but current vehicles are already loud enough. I mean, like yeah, gas, like, gas. Yeah, yeah, that vehicles are, are, loud are loud enough. But electric vehicles, you've heard electric vehicles. Yeah. Psych, you have. That's the point. <laughs> that's the point. You haven't heard electric vehicles. Interesting. Because Priuses so are virtually when silent. When this law happens, because I know Priuses are pretty quiet. I They're virtually I, silent. I think it's. I think it's pretty recent. Yeah, it should be pretty recent. But yeah, like imagine you're dry, You're just walking down the street and you hear some elevator music <laughs> next to you. That's that's that's, that's, that's hilarious. You can probably change the sound too. Oh, 100 percent. So that's why you think he's the coolest guy. Oh no, he's just he's just a cool guy though. Like, yeah, he's, like I could, I could I, I need to read his 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 biography. Mm. This little biography. I have his book, dude. I, I have his book too. I didn't take the time it's to read big. it. Have you started it, dude? I, the last book I read was The Godfather, and that was a while ago. Did Musk write it, or did someone write it about Musk? I mean, it's titled Elon Musk. And um, I think someone wrote it about Musk. Yeah, because it takes a while. I think he doesn't have a lot of time for that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Anyways, um, I did have a question. Do you think sports have changed? Because I know they're trying to operate through the coronavirus. Do you think um, anything's changed about it? Like anything. anything. I know spectators have. But like, would you say that's Mm. it? You think the players are kind of affected by not having a genuine crowd? Um, I feel like that. I feel like I mean, Saul could touch on this, but I feel like the NBA has done a really a pretty good job of of keeping like of keeping fan interaction, especially with the digital monitors, you know, virtual fans and whatnot. Uh, mm-hmm. And you could obviously hear like over over the TV, just the speakers, you know, kind of like emulating a crowd, you know, okay. chanting, chanting and cheering. So I feel like okay. the adrenaline is still there in, in that in that sense. Yeah, absolutely. I think one area where they have changed, maybe not just specifically because of COVID, but because of this moment, 
is that they've taken more proactive stances on social political issues. Yeah. Uh, like the NBA is coming out with more um, uh, like support for the Black Lives Matter community, etc. And yeah, yeah. maybe um, maybe there's a more shift towards maybe recognizing that's the, the unifying factor of sports. Okay, yeah. That's really cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say... <laughs> Saul's really pumped. Yeah, he is. Right now. Yeah. I'd yeah. have to say, I'd have to say, there is, like, I could see, like, there. some players are definitely, like, skeptical, because you could see a bunch of players are opting out. Really? Um, okay. Of, of, of the upcoming seasons. Because um, of coronavirus or because of the... No, yeah, because of coronavirus. Um, you know, they want to take care of loved ones and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. But, um... Yeah, I feel like I feel like other than that though, like the the fundamentals of the game have haven't really same been touched. Yes, yeah, right. same old, same old. That's true. One yeah. actually, one aspect, another aspect is now because the entire NBA is in the bubble, there is no home court advantage. Oh, okay. Which I think is kind of interesting because you see the best team against the best version of the team without any bias of the home court. Wow. Okay, yeah, and that's pretty cool thing, and also. Yeah, Tyler, Tyler made it up. Made a really good point. Um, the, sorry, the, my bad. I mean, Tyler made a great point about how these players are forced into awkward situations. The Lakers starting point guard Avery Bradley decided to sit out of the playoffs because he wanted to protect his family from COVID. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you can't. You, even the fans can't really blame him because he's putting family over. Oh basketball. yeah, definitely. I couldn't imagine anyone trying to. Roasting for that. That's terrible. Like, yeah. But it's still a tough decision because yeah, definitely. by prioritizing his family, the Lakers might not do as well. So you've got all of these decisions to make. <laughs> yeah. A lot but, of things to weigh. But he's, he made the right decision. A lot of games to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I feel like there's really no right decision there. I mean, you know. Tyler, I mean, what would you do in that situation? I, w- I would play. I'd play. <laughs> <laughs> I would play basketball over your family. Is that I mean, what it is? Here's the thing. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like the NBA has done it like pretty like they're pretty safe. Like they've 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 locked down the whole bubble concept, their system so well that I mean they're they're not letting any COVID in or out, right? Like I, I feel like mm-hmm. they 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 created the system that's pretty much flawless so far. So I, I would have gone in there balled up, you know, you know how it is. Yeah. You're yeah. a winner. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. It's good. Epic beans. The NBA was one of the COVID was first reported by one of one of by in the celebrity community by a basketball player Rudy Gobert. Really, right? I remember he got it, and then oh Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I remember that's like when Tom Hanks got it, huh? Yeah, and then Rudy Gobert yeah, that, a lot of his. That was a players. bad time. Honestly, yeah, like, that was weird. that was a weird. That was right, yeah. right, like a week or two before school before school ended. Everyone was still like studying for your finals and uh, studying for those APs. Yeah. It was just like, what is going on? Yeah. Oh god, it was weird. You kind of hit us like a truck, you know? Dang. Yeah, I really thought we were gonna go back to school after like a week or two. I was like, yeah, it is. It's the next day. It's yeah, extended spring break. <laughs> yeah, it was just one more week and then back. Yeah. Back on the grind. Crazy how much time is flown by. I know it's already August. It's already September. Yeah. For Christ's sake. That is crazy. Um, Hello. Guys, you guys want anything? Uh, okay, a little bit of... <clears throat> we went through a tunnel there, but we, we're back online. Yeah. 
So um, what were you talking about again? Um, we're talking about it's already September. The greatest basketball player of all time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll talk about that. Uh, I have dude, no knowledge of basketball, so you guys can take this one. Uh, mine is honestly pretty limited, but I'll try. I'll try. So I'm gonna stood up. He's putting down his glasses. <laughs> he's currently. He's waiting for the response. He's waiting. He's, he's waiting, waiting for for something to refute. He's Fine, going I'll to start judge off. I'll start you. Off. I'll say. I'll say I feel like my, I feel like my bias has shifted a little bit, but I'll, I'll still say LeBron's the best player of all time. <laughs> Someone's mouth is agape. <laughs> okay, if you want to defend LeBron, I'll defend Kobe. MJ's uh, out of the we picture. Are... Wait, Kobe? Kobe? Say Kobe. I'll defend Kobe. Okay, dude, this thing is. Okay, okay, I'll try. I'll, I'll try. I'll defend keep Kobe. Keep in mind, keep in mind, listeners. If you want to defend LeBron, I, I'll defend Kobe. I don't. I don't know. That's dude, how we I'm gonna get roasted, but I'll try. All right, so we have two sides right now. We have LeBron and Kobe. Solomon's taking Kobe. Tyler's taking LeBron. Let's have this have this be a fair debate. No blood, please. Let's just get this over. Right, can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. Do you know what happens when an NBA team wins the entire entire when wins all of it? Wins everything? <laughs> no, you I know what don't. They get? You know what physical item they get? They get a ring, right? They get a ring, right? Yeah. And what does a ring represent? A win. But it represents what else does it represent besides a win? Glory, hubris, dominance. Dominance. Okay. <laughs> it represents dominance. Okay. So how do you think we evaluate which players are better than other players? How many rings they have? Exactly. You know how many rings LeBron has? He has zero. <laughs> Three. Three. You know how many rings the greatest player of all time, Kobe Bryant, has? How many? Five. Five. So yeah. simple numbers, right? <laughs> the thing is. I think there's a, many more factors that goes into rings, though. Like no, one hundred percent. Because like some years, like all the teams are shit, and then your team is just really good. You know. Yeah, I mean? you're absolutely right. But the thing about Kobe is that he was able to get a ring in a year where Shaq left, in a year where he had to deal with uh-huh. a team without Shaq, in a year where it was just Kobe versus everyone else. He Kobe didn't have, versus who, the who, world. Who, who, who else was on that roster? Vivi Jake. Or whatever. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Names relevant players. I don't know, bro. Names relevant players, please. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a key fish on the team? Uh, we, 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 we could look. Was Paul, we, we saw on that team? Was that, so much. I, I just want to get the facts correct. Was Kareem Abdul Jabbar on that oh, team? Oh, Kareem was not on that okay, team. Okay, good. I, just, I, just, I was genuinely curious. It was our boy, Meta World Peace. Oh. Um, we got Vubage. Oh, got wait, what? I'm sorry. I'm, I don't know why I said Kareem Abdul Jabbar. He's way He's way I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but so Tyler's going to come up here. He's going to talk about how LeBron's all great and all. He's going to say that LeBron didn't have the help. The thing about LeBron is he had a super team. He had Dwayne Wade, arguably the top two shooting guard of all time, and he had Chris Bosh. How many rings did he win with those two players? How many? Two. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> two. So now, now we have this this third scenario, right? Let's look at how he won that third ring. Uh-huh. That third ring, he had. Arguably one of the most dominant pointers at the time, Kyrie Irving. And you know who hit the game, the, the series winning shot? Who? Do you think it's LeBron, who entirely believes is the greatest player of all time, or Kyrie Irving, his Robin Hood? By analyzing your tone, I assume it's Kyrie. Yes. Tyler's greatest player of the all time. Didn't even hit the series winning shot. Okay. He plays LeBron's third ring. You can't just. You so can't when just... We, Base someone's entire career off of one shot. 
I just did. <laughs> fair game, fair game. This guy brings up a valid point. I cannot review that. So when we look at it by, from a rings to rings standpoint, help from help standpoint, Kobe outweighs LeBron. Kobe is the GOAT. LeBron, I'm sorry. <laughs> Kyler, what do you think, my brother? Okay, first, I'm going to start off by saying, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep this debate short. I'm going to keep this debate short <laughs> just for, you know, just yeah. podcast purposes. I'm listening. I'm listening. But I'm going to start off here by saying, I mean, I feel like I feel like LeBron is, I mean, he, he, you have the stats to prove his career, right? So he's the only player to have... In, in, in NBA history, with 30,000 points, 8,000 assists, and 8,000 rebounds. So to do that within an era of of super teams, for example, like the Golden State Warriors, with um, KD, Curry, <laughs> Iguodala. What? <laughs> Iguodala. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, you, you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Like, with, 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 you know... To, to to play in an era with super teams like that, and you have to you have to face these super teams. I mean, I feel like, you know, there's there's really no no further explanation that needs to be done. Yeah, you, there's really no further. You took him on, I guess. You know, yeah, like okay, you know, I feel, I feel like just just LeBron is just so offensively dominant. You know, mm. he's just big bully style. He just drives in there. I mean, you still see it today. He freaking drives in there, takes on five guys at a time. Boom, still makes it. Savage mode. Uh, Savage mode. Absolute legend. I rest my case. All right. That's a very valid point. He proved yeah. that LeBron is strong. We're talking about who wins. Look at who wins. Okay, if we're going to look at who wins, then Bill Russell is the, best, is the greatest player of all time. You can't just base off of who wins. But we, it's, it's an issue of who wins in, in a competitive atmosphere. Both of us agree that the modern NBA is more competitive than the Bill Russell NBA, right? Oh, 100%. Okay, so when we look at that, your argument is that LeBron had to deal with a lot of super teams, right? Oh, yes. But what you... What you, the, have the, uh, you okay, you have to agree that, that the ability, just the, the sheer ability of, of the average player has increased tenfold. Not since... Not after Kobe retired. I'm saying Kobe's era was in that. LeBron and Kobe... I mean, it's like on the edge. Various. It's on the edge. Kobe was in like that the, era it's like on the of edge. that modern competitiveness that you're talking about. Okay. Right? So... If we talk about it like that, right? I think the question that we got to ask ourselves here is that was LeBron purely at a disadvantage from all the super teams in the, in the NBA, or did he also benefit from the super teams? And if you look at two two out of three rings, it was from super teams that LeBron won those two rings. People always talk about how LeBron could have had more rings if there weren't super teams in the NBA. But the thing is, LeBron wouldn't even have two out of three out of a three rings. If he himself wasn't in a super team, so mm-hmm. I rest wow. my case. That's pretty interesting. All right, Brandon, who do you dub the winner? You don't have to dub Kobe one. or LeBron. <laughs> I don't have to. Just say, just say MJ. Because like I don't. I mean, I just like, say just say Metal piece. Just say Metal. I mean, can we both agree on Metal piece? This man is a leader of philanthropy. Leader of of good faith. Yeah. Leader of peace. Peace. It's in his goddamn name. Meta world peace. And that is why he's the greatest basketball player. Is the basketball player? player? Yes. Is that his, what's his what's his legal name? Ron Artest. But he got a lot of trouble with that name. What? 
has a punch people. <laughs> <laughs> so he had to... He pulled a full 180, folks. You don't see that in a lot of characters. In a lot of players these days, a lot of times, you'll see players going one direction with their life. You'll see them make a wrong move, and another wrong move, and... No. Meta World Peace did something different. He changed the game. What did he do? Wait, so... He created peace. And Solomon will vouch for that. Peace, my brothers. <laughs> that, that is... Dab me up one more time. God damn it. Okay. Here's another debate. I mean, we're going to keep this one really quick because I feel like we've already had this one. But I feel like... I just want to get Brandon's take on this. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the hardest skill in any sport? Mm. It's either like a really strong mental game or a really strong physical game. Mm. That's, that's <laughs> a little too broad. Let's say, I, I mean, let's say, like, um, for example, um, Wait, Tama, before you ask Brandon the question, who on that survey Eric posted on his Instagram, which which one won? Hitting baseball. Are you sure? I mean, how much? I don't remember, but I know it's... He told you? Yeah. Brandon. Uh, for example, let's let's narrow it down to like, uh, let's say in football, throwing uh, a clean throwing throwing a pass, you know? Yeah. Uh, a clean a clean reception, or let's say in baseball, catching a pop fly, mm-hmm. or let's say in basketball, shooting a three. You know, so something something like that. What do you oh, think okay. is the hardest skill? Okay. Um, I feel like it's in, when in any sport. it's when you're. You find yourself in a position where you have multiple decisions to make, and you have like a really short amount of time to make a decision. I think that's probably the hardest thing. Like, like even in video games too. Like, I mean, in any sport really, I think you'll find yourself like you'll have so many options, and like you can do so many computations. Like, what outcome can I get? But like, I think the hardest thing is choosing what can maximize like either how many points you're gonna get, or like. Dang. Yeah. That's actually pretty interesting. I feel like I feel like for that though, for for a lot of these professional athletes, I mean that that is very valid. I feel like that's very valid. I feel like for a lot of these professional athletes, it's pretty amazing because you know, to be put in those situations, but for them it's it's so automatic. That's true. It's they, yeah. it's almost like it becomes instinct. It's it's muscle memory, it's yeah. just instinct. They know what to do at every single, you know, point in uh, the game. Yeah. It's just I think it, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. It's quite impressive. In my yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, but I agree with that too. I mean, I already knew where this was going, but I'm gonna say hitting a baseball is mm. the hardest skill of any sport. Really? Well, yeah. I, I think I, I have to agree with that because it's going at like 100 miles per hour. You're hitting a round ball with a round bat. That's true. The ball is moving at you. Not only moving just at a straight line, it is curving. It is ducking, <laughs> diving, dodging, dipping. And what was dodging? <laughs> it is it is it is moving around. You know it is so unpredictable, and you have to make a decision like that. Where, mm. where you want to swing your bat? No athleticism. No 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 amount of athleticism can help you. That's hit, true. Hit a baseball. It becomes luck almost, right? If you're, I wouldn't say luck. Mm-hmm. I think I think I think I think. There's just so much skill required to hit a baseball that if you don't have the skills, you it is almost impossible. Impossible. Well, how do you define skill? Is skill athleticism? Is skill muscle memory? Is skill 
Skill is the 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 eye coordination, the instinct, the 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 hand eye coordination. Eye coordination. <laughs> it is the, it is it's the hand eye coordination, the the quick muscle reflexes. I don't know, it's like give LeBron James a bat, arguably one of the most athletic people you, people, you know, right now in sports, and he won't be able to hit the baseball. Okay, they're capping. What are you kidding? What? Are you kidding? If LeBron practiced and practiced and practiced. Okay, no, but okay. Let's say he doesn't practice. You just give it to him. You just give him a bat. Say, hit this, hit this, hit this ball off of, off of Clayton Kershaw. Hit this Clayton Kershaw fastball right down the middle. He won't be able to do it. Okay, but you know who what Clayton Kershaw wouldn't be able to do? What? He wouldn't be able to drive through five men. But more importantly, he wouldn't be able to do <laughs> what? <laughs> The hardest shot in basketball. Oh, and you and you think it's the hardest skill of any sport on, on this planet? The hardest skill in basketball <laughs> is a hesitation crossover. <laughs> what? Hesitation crossover. <laughs> Damn God! Step back. Fade away. Defender on top of you. Fade away. Wow. <laughs> so th- this watch this play in action. I'm He's acting out the scenario. I'm dribbling at a hundred I'm dribble I'm dribbling so fast. Five seconds on the shot clock, right? Yeah. All my momentum is going forward. I have to stop on a dime. I <laughs> sham God, so I throw the ball out and I bring the ball back. Then I then all my momentum is still forward. Think about it. Your momentum is forward. Okay. okay, so okay. Players, they can't control their momentum because they're always going one direction. But my no, momentum football is players, well, yeah, football players. Okay, football, not football players. I do a step back. I control or baseball players. I do a six foot, seven foot players arm eight, over me. Eight foot players. I have to shoot a fade away. <laughs> Swish. Now there is nothing more difficult than that. <laughs> that is, that is preposterous. <laughs> I'm sorry, but. I know there's a lot of bias. I here. think we just come from two different worlds. That's fine. I think I think we come from two different worlds, but one world is the correct world, and that is Brandon. Say it. I don't know, bro. What? I, I still think that it, it all depends on your situation. Interesting. Now that is a diplomatic answer, but it's the wrong answer. Look at Brandon Harris. Yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was that was really good. For real, yeah, I'm right. serious. Like, yeah, you're right. It, it depends on like how much you practice. It depends on like, I don't know. That's true. Yeah, I guess. You're right. Like, yeah, I feel like a lot of, like, all sports have their equally hard um, skills that you need to master. And I, I think baseball, I guess it's broader because, like, every single player, has, or at least every single hitter has to master hitting really fast balls. Mm. But, like, and I guess some basketball players can specialize. But that, that can, like, equate to having a higher batting average. So, yeah. So Let I me mean, ask you a question, Ben. Yeah. Oh, actually, sorry. Were you gonna no, 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 you're good. Oh. If your life depended on either swinging a bat and hitting the ball or doing what I just demonstrated, which one would you take? I think I'd have an equally low chance at both. Like, seriously. Look at this guy, so fair. Huh? No, but seriously, like, if you think about it, 
Because I'm a small dude. Like, I don't think I can get over, like, a six foot seven foot. Okay, see, the thing about, the thing about, the thing, okay, listen to my, okay. No, but I'm going to make, 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 make an argument, though. Let's you saw me trying to hit the baseball when I went to Macho's Park. Like, it's pretty oh, damn it's, hard. It's really <laughs> difficult. Yeah. Oh, it's so difficult. <laughs> so hard. No, but hard. I think it would be equally difficult. Okay, but here's the thing. Think about how many parts there are to this guy's. To this guy's, to this guy's. I mean, even just a regular skill. fadeaway. Yeah. Ra- okay, okay. No, let's, just, let's, let's, break it, let's break it down to the bare bones. Regular fadeaway and regular hit. Mine, I didn't add. Oh, eyes closed. No. Um, then it has to no. be just a straight fastball. Then, right? Yeah, and and okay, but the thing about your scenario, Fine, is straight that, straight fastball right in the middle, hundred miles per hour. But it, but you you decide the speed. Why can I not decide you, this? Not only Fine, decide, is, let me let me Google the average. But not fastball. only did you decide the speed, you decided. Out the fact the fact that it's even coming in the air. What if it was? What do you mean? What, <laughs> what do you mean? What, what do you think the pitcher's gonna roll it? No, <laughs> what if it was a baseball tee, just hitting off a tee? I'm saying you added okay, these different right, factors. Okay, that's that, that's, that's a piece of cake. What? Okay, I've done okay. that before. Okay, so I'm just, saying just like you added different factors, I get to add my factors. Wait, 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 we're okay, talking so, about the hardest skill, period, and all. Okay, so if it's hitting off a tee, then I'm gonna I'm gonna equate it with uh, getting a little a little tyke. You know, there's plastic hoops two feet in front of you. But the thing is, you're not equating it to a TPN. I'm not equating it to plastic cube. You're equating it to a 100 miles per hour fastball that's that's in the air with an actual person in front of you. You know, there's I'm just going to let the, let the viewers, viewers, yeah, you guys can decide. <laughs> At the end of this podcast, I asked you to vote for the winning side. Yes. My side. My side. All right, well... I mean, it was a good argument. I think Thank you guys you. Well, exercised a lot that. of points. Hands in <laughs> Good argument. One, yeah, two, three. Good, good argument. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, I think we're going to take a short break. A break. Well, intermission? Breaky wakey. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sounds like a plan. <laughs> Pause. Hello, <laughs> we're back from the break. We're back. <laughs> so, what are we? We're all well rested. Back from the break, Solomon. Solomon took a nice nap. Yeah. Caught up on the news. You know, break time stuff. Anyways, uh, sports. That is the topic of today. You know, I was actually thinking, what is, what are, what are, Solomon, give me your, your favorite, now nah, I already know the answer to this though. Brandon, what is, what is your favorite, what do you think this is the most exciting sporting event of the year? Of the year. If you have any. Super Bowl. Super Bowl is pretty exciting. I think. Yeah, because it's like the only sporting event that I go Good. But I wanted to ask them. Yeah, go ahead. No, that, that was that was the only question. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Solomon? I was, I was just fascinated. I love the Super Bowl. But you yeah. know what I love more than Super Bowl? What? Super Plate. I love the fact that sports inspire dreams. Wow. So something I want to talk about right now, and I, if you're okay with talking about oh, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, for, go ahead. Uh, what do you think sports? His role is in inspiring younger generations to be 
become the next Kobe, next LeBron, etc. Because the truth is, it's really impossible to really get to that level. Uh-huh. It, it is quite, it's almost impossible. Height, certain yeah. level of resources, certain level of athletic training. But yet, millions of kids every single year wake up wanting to make it to the NBA. So do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? Do you think it's false hope? Or how do you, what do you think? Mm-hmm. I think that the... I think I think it's a, I think it's a good thing. I mean, I th- I feel like sports is is kind of a, a universal, you know, way for a universal common ground. That's repetitive. That's redundant. <laughs> a, a, a universal, I feel like resource and just common ground. I just I said that again. Oh my God. But yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, like everywhere, like like like, every, like I feel like the world is connected through sports one way or another. Yeah. You know, the sports does nothing but connect people. Like mm-hmm. I, like the, rather than tear people apart. You know, I feel like it does. Okay, let's say let's say there's this kid that you know like works his heart out to become the next. Um, I don't know. Tiger Woods. I'd say he wakes up every morning, goes to the driving range. 7 a.m., first thing he does, he puts in an immense amount of work, practices four hours for four hours a day. I feel like even if he doesn't reach that level, he still, I mean, what he, he still acquired a good work habits. Yeah, determination, yeah, diligence. Good, yeah, determination, like These are all, I feel like there's, there's such a, you know, mm-hmm. a, 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 just a plethora of, of universal traits that can be applied to uh, things other than sports that you can gain from sports yeah yeah i totally agree with that yeah and like i like how you're talking about the common ground between like all groups it's like i, I guess that's the same thing with art and maybe we can even say that sports is almost an art you know wow. it's um i mean it might be just a game but like it's it's kind of a beauty you know it's these people who specialize in um, certain skills that kind of create the game and that's the same thing with art it's someone who specializes in whether it be dance or art or conventional like painting and stuff it's it's almost the same you know I guess why do you think that our heroes in sports need to be villains first villains? <laughs> villains? Oh, wait, I'm gonna turn Villains? Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think there's no reason why they need to be villains at all. I mean, if you look at any great, they have all of, they have as equal amount of haters as they do supporters. LeBron, people love him, but so many people hate him. But that's just because of like the team rivalry. I think that's fine. That's they true. don't have to be a villain. It's not like they. I don't, I don't think they're necessarily villains. It's not like they're marking up like epipens like that other dude did. Like that's genuine hate, but like just because they hate him because he's on a different team. That's it's like just, I feel like it's team. not necessarily hate, but uh, it's like playful banter almost. Does that make sense? You know, people hate KD. Well, yeah, because they're on rival teams. I don't. Th- I don't think that hate stems from like true. Ha- I don't think that hate is true hate. Yeah, though. I don't think they're like. like I don't think people, people hate KD for for being a bad person. You know, they hate him because he's on a team that's like their rival team. You know? mm, so it comes from a place of respect. Yeah. I also I wouldn't say I don't know about respect, but I would just say like it's a I would say it's not thought. it's not true hate, if that makes sense. Like Well yeah. I mean that may be true for some people, but I feel like for the the general quote unquote haters, it's you know, you're it's it's not there's no malicious intent with the hate. Yeah. 
It's fascinating. <laughs> but it's impossible for a player to be universally loved because sports in itself pits two groups against each other. It's, it's impossible for anything to be universally loved. That's not true. What's universally loved? Frosted Flakes. That's facts. That's actually facts. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Anyway, can't disagree with that. Frosted Flakes are so good. Yeah. Is there any cereal that's at the same tier as Frosted Flakes? Captain Crunch. Mm. Mm. I know some people that don't like Captain Crunch. Yeah. Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Cinnamon Toast Crunch is pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> like, you can scratch your mouth up because it's really spiky. So good, though. Yeah, it is. Wow. I can't with that one. You know what's a cereal that I, I'm not a huge fan of, but a lot of people are? Like, yeah. Fruity Pebbles, Cocoa Pebbles. Hey, they're okay. They're just like, like tiny I get, Frosted Flakes. No, no. They're, they're tiny. They're just flavored Rice Krispies. <laughs> really? That's all I have. Yeah, okay. I mean, I just don't understand the hype around it. It's just really not. The, like, Fruit Loops, like that artificial fruit, you know, ish flavor. I'm not a huge fan of that. Mm, yeah. I understand, yeah. I really like Life Cereal. Life Cereal is pretty bomb. Dang. And Honey Bunches with Oats. Pretty bomb. I do like Honey Bunches with Oats. But, I think... Yeah, it's really interesting. It is, yeah. Because there's a, there's a Kobe Nike ad. I'm not sure if you saw it, but... Hmm? There's a there's a Kobe ad for mm-hmm. Nike. And in the ad, he says... Um, like, he... It's, it's hard for me to explain it. I'll just show you guys after the podcast, but... He, Basically, it says, like, people love him because he's a five-time NBA champion, because he's a winner, because he's one of the greatest players of all time. But then he also says, people hate people hate me. But he says, people hate me because I gave them 5 a.m. I gave them, of like, series exits. I gave them game-winner shots. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, for the same reason why people really love him, people hate him. I mean that's expected, you know. Yeah. Like I, I don't know if that was a necessary ad, because like, I mean hate, I mean it's quote unquote hate, mm-hmm. like especially in a competitive setting, if you have a fan base, that that's gonna be like, a, what's it called, a given, yeah. you know, like oh, a necessity okay. almost. I think I think sports does does more than anything it just connects people. Though. Yeah, that's true. I mean like. That's how you're gonna dissolve any sort of boundary, you know. Like, oh, it's just it's just something so easily, you know. You know, you so easily talk about it. You don't even have to talk. You just play it together. It's just it's it's like this this common ground that is so easily shared by one another. Yeah. And it's so easily just like reinforced. You know, like you could just I don't know. I think it's a pretty like if you just look beyond the game. I think mm-hmm. it's it's pretty it's pretty impressive. Why do you guys think that sports, when you, when you look at some sports teams, for example, the Vikings versus the Saints, they hate each other, right? Mm-hmm. They hate each other, but you could still say that they're unified behind the sport of football. So mm-hmm. even, in, even in sports, there's the, the pros and the cons. It brings people together, but also creates fury amongst the fans. Mm-hmm. So I guess the question is... Why do you think that sports has this narrative of bringing and unifying people together, even though inherently it's a divisive activity? Because but something like politics, which is very similar to sports, there's different groups, feels so it's divisive. It's a fixed game. No, no, I feel like I also feel like I feel like sports is so it's so superficial, but at the same time so real life. 
that it's so real life where people are able to like it's the people will devote their entire lives to, to these sports and they'll make it you know it's because so, i mean at the end of the day they're, they're games yeah you know, they're not gonna like well, what is you know they're games and i think a lot of people can can acknowledge that but at the same time it you know it, it people at the same time also devote their entire lives to these games and I feel like it's, you know, like the saying, like, game respect the game. You know, I feel like you may, like, quote-unquote hate someone on the opposing team mm-hmm. because, you know, only, like, but only within the game, though. Like, outside of the game, you, you, you acknowledge, like, oh, they're a great player. You know, I just, like, they're not a bad, I'm not saying they're a bad guy or anything. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like sports players and sports fans are, are able to acknowledge the fact that, you know, they're just... It's just, you know, there's no real, there's no like real, li- real life implications to this sport that everyone's playing in terms of like, I don't know. So you're saying like the real, real big world implications. I don't know. That's true. I don't know how yeah. That makes sense. But. Yeah, that makes sense. So you're saying the reason why people can disagree about who's the greatest basketball player of all time, but not disagree on tax policy is because sports doesn't have real world implications. I feel like politics does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean politics that that, that will affect the generations, like li- like livelihoods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot more at stake that, know, on, on, a, on a bill that's passed rather than a play that's run. Or yeah, because at the end it's entertainment. You know, it's politics is entertainment. No sports. If politics is entertainment, that's a bit twisted. Because <laughs> I mean, some would argue. Some would argue that politics. Has I, yeah, I think. Yeah, oh, I, I I lately, I feel like yeah, Democratic or like not it's almost like a soap opera, like Republican, yes. like like all like presidential debates. Yeah, I can see. I can see how people would find it entertaining, um, yeah. but I feel like not the same entertaining though. Like not. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like it's it's a very it's 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 a less. It's, it's a more about like it stems from like interest in policy. Yeah. Interest in like. Rather than like the thrill. Yeah, yeah, that's alright. Like if you get thrill from (laughs) race tag, that's that'd be hilarious. Like you know, like how I mean, I feel like the stock market is also just like entertainment too. Yeah, numbers go up, everyone gets hyped. When it goes down, it's like shit. (laughs) Oh, for some people. But yeah, Mm. I mean, you think. I don't know, like, do you think sports could be used? Because you know how, like, Jad was talking... I mean, Jad, Jad is an advocate of sports diplomacy, right? He knows, a little, he's, he knows a lot about sports diplomacy and how countries can use the idea of sports as a resource to form peaceful connect, like peaceful relations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that could be more reinforced upon? Yeah, I think so. Because, like... I feel like if you had two groups that had opposing views, um, I feel like at the end of the day, they would be able to play each other in a game of either whatever, soccer, whatever sport. I feel like they'd be hyped to play game sports. They might want to kill each other too, but that's a different story. But like, let's just say they like put their differences aside and just play a game. I feel like that's pretty plausible, you know? Okay. What? <laughs> I agree. All right, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. 
groups of opposing views is already kind of a murky thing. Kind of a, it's hard. It's complicated. Hmm. Let's talk about sports and culture. Culture? Okay. Uh, what do you think about sports and culture, Brendan? Sports and culture. Um, hmm. I'm not very knowledgeable. The only culture I know is, um, comes from the Jordans and the sneaker culture and how the how Michael Jordan's shoe line kind of kickstarted this, um, the, uh, I guess just the popularization of cool sneakers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think, um, yeah. I mean, there's not much to it, you know? Like, shoe is a shoe. A cool looking shoe is a sneaker. Yeah, it's pretty, like, I feel like a lot of people don't realize that there's this huge culture of shoe, like, Shoe heads, yeah. Sne- I'm just, I'm just sneaker heads. Yeah, sneaker like, heads that just connect- collections. Yeah, but like, the one thing that I dislike about the sneaker kind of culture is like the resale, the resale aspect. Oh, the like, resale. Literally, aspect. just getting the shoe to flip it for profit. I think that's <clears throat> it's a pretty shameless thing to do. You know. Yeah, I yeah I can I can definitely like. Things I can see both sides though, because I can see it as like, I guess it's it's easy it's, money. It's, it's, it's like, a it's a such a great just business investment. I mean like, I mean it's 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 like it's free money. You buy a two hundred dollars shoe and just flip it for what yeah. these days you can flip because it's, like it's super bucks. predictable. It's super predictable. It's not like stocks where like oh yeah you sign a contract for options and then like you lose all your money. You know like it's nothing like that. It's it's, it's it's almost free money if you're able to get your hands on the yeah. shoe. So if I understand you just have that. Good pots, yeah. yeah. And I understand that too. Like some people gotta make their bread somehow. But yeah. like at the same time it kind of it all it, it really like it, yeah, it jacks up the value of these shoes. And, and kinda, the like, shoes become more like trophies than like a shoe, you know? It's meant to be for your foot, not in the, like a box that just sits there, you know. Like you're supposed yeah. to wear it, you know. But yeah, I mean, you can argue, like, if you have such a big collection, then, like, you kind of forget what shoes you wear anyways. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not against, like, people just keeping shoes and just, like, yeah, calling like, trophies, but I feel like it's just, it just, it just ruins the, the, the collecting aspect of it. Like, yeah. people that genuinely want to buy the shoe, who think they're really cool, they wear it around, there's no way they can afford a $1,500 off-white sneaker. There's no way they can afford, Screw off-white. like, some $1,000 dunk. Yeah. There's there's no way. It, it makes it makes attaining these shoes like quite nearly impossible. Yeah, so, definitely. Interesting. So what actually happens in this reselling business? Someone buys a shoe, sells it, but they sell it, they sell it, but eventually someone needs to wear it. Not necessarily. So essentially, what happens is a company, let's say Nike, will because because the price goes up based on scarcity, right? Yeah, so, so they might put out like a really small amount of units, and then um, either they have them on the sneakers app, smell, yeah, uh, yeah, they'll, they'll 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 sell it through like the some third third party third party sellers will sell it, yeah, and... Like boutiques and whatnot, and yeah, that's just how it goes. There's a lot of back or um, I think people call it for like friends and family. It's like a lot of the sneakers, like high or like really rare ones, get just like. 
if you know the guys that work at the store, they just like they sell it to you. So you I mean, I, I, do you think companies could do a better job of of combating this, like the bot problem? Not necessarily the bot problem, but like the whole price, like the whole like just the huge inflation of, of, of sneaker prices by just releasing more, because they they purposely release. You know, like let's say only one thousand pairs of a certain sneaker, knowing that it'll it'll cost fifteen hundred dollars resale value. Yeah, I mean that's intentional. I, mean, I think there's a place for rare shoes, but um, yeah, I just don't agree with the resale culture. Like rare shoes do have a place because like I could, there's yeah. got to be a rare. There's got to be a rare something. Thing. Yeah, there's yeah, got to be everything. You know, that's right. That's true. I guess. But like, yeah, I, I think, think just to a certain extent, you're saying. Yeah. Um. It's just the damn resale costume. Like, I do respect it because, like, if if I was in it, I wouldn't say I wouldn't talk shit at all. I'd be like, yeah, yeah it's really it's, good. It's it's nice money, man. It is for sure. You can like just think about like the off white Jordan. If you got your hands on two, like at least fifty pairs, I don't know if people, I don't know if you can even get that many. But like that's fifty. That's fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, about no, 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 wait, because they go for like five thousand now like twenty five thousand dollars what, what the hell man twenty five racks yeah it's crack it's kind of crazy it is kind of hmm uh, i don't really know what can be done to like combat that problem though yeah i, I think it's just because it's just the cult you can't change culture yeah i think that part is really just embedded in it yeah. but i mean it's it's cool that out of all things like this how sneakers didn't really evolve from like I guess quote unquote fashion industry. It, it yeah. evolved from like sports, you know, like which I think that's why I respect it so much. Because it was never supposed to be a fashion statement. Yeah, until like. <clears throat> yeah, because I feel like the, the the sneaker culture is is like it's 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 fairly it's fairly it's fairly recent. Oh yeah, this, the, this whole boom. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, like, if you're thinking back to, like, when when Jordans weren't even a thing, I mean, people were balling in Converse. Oh, yeah. And then Blazers, the Nike Blazers. Converse and Blazers. It's like it's just, like, just, like, high-top, cheap high-top shoes like that. Yeah. It's pretty. It's fast like, break. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm excited to see how, like, sports will persist through COVID these days. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's, I don't know, it's just something like that's been so reliable in the past. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. oh, you know, like sports has always been there, right? You can always expect, you know, the Super Bowl. Even through the 2008 housing market crowd. You can always, you can always rely on sports, but I don't know. It's pretty interesting. I don't know. Let me see. Because, yeah, Dude, it's, it's a huge see. source of entertainment. It's a huge business. Yeah. But I wanted to ask him, what the hell is fantasy football? What the hell? Oh my. <laughs> Folks, listeners, <laughs> fantasy football is quite possibly my favorite time of the year of the year. Fantasy football is a place where you get to, I guess in a way create your own um, fantasy team based off of real players that are playing in the league today. 
So you know you'll have your draft and you'll have players. Uh, you'll get you know you have you'll have a chance to pick and choose from players um, that are playing in the league, and you'll build this team of yours. And depending on how the players on your actual team on your on your team do in real life, that um, corresponds to fantasy points and how many points they'll earn. So if they have a great day, if they if they they have a great day, have a great performance, then they'll earn more fantasy points. And it's almost like, it's almost gambling in a way because you don't necessarily know, like there's no for sure way to know a player's performance week in and week out or season in, season out. So it's like, it's it's kind of like a thr- like the thrill of like lucky gambling. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's so much, like I feel like there's so much strategy to it. So I don't know, like, just, it's just so I love it so much. You could you could like Solomon. This guy spent you you should spend so much time on fantasy football just just researching endlessly. <laughs> but then need to stop, huh? Endlessly. <laughs> I've got sucked into the game. So how would you just? Why'd you stop? Fantasy? As an exciting time. <laughs> exciting time. <laughs> what does that mean? Like it's it's thrilling. That's how I described it perfectly. Up and downs, play after play, game after game, making uh-huh. different picks, trying to trade with your homies, giving them bad players and getting good players in return, <laughs> making these money moves. You know what I mean? All just to end up in last place. <laughs> I looked at it and I said, "No more. No more. <laughs> no more. No more. No more losing. We no don't more. lose anymore." So I'm serious. I love football and I'm following my Lakers now. Wow, that's All bars. Right. Thank you, Matt. We only do bars over here. Here's a question. What do you think is like an activity that that could or should be qualified as a professional sport? You know, that be that, mm. that should become more mainstream. Rugby. Rug- rugby? Rugby. Rugby. Elaborate. Rugby. It takes more it takes more athleticism, pure strength than golf. I mean, I feel like I feel like rugby is already. Um, I mean, I'm thinking like let's let's. I mean, let's, like jump rope. Yeah, so something like that. My mind goes to spike ball. <laughs> My mind too. It really does. So Stephen. Stephen, guest appearance. Stephen, <laughs> how He's are you, my guest guy? Of the guest. Are you guys? Do you have anything yeah, to say? Yeah. Really. What What do you think is some sort of activity or game that should be qualified as, a, as like a professional sport or should we know his answer should make my man uh, I mean is, isn't it already considered like sort of a sport? dance get closer to the mic I mean is, is dancing considered a professional sport or is it more like like an art get closer to the mic dude come on oh, your opinion so, yes I believe um, dance uh, can should well, I mean, it. I mean, it dips his feet in both athletics and art. I can I can see both sides. That's true. Thanks, like thanks a, for your opinion. Especially there's like a teamwork aspect in certain parts of dance. I can uh-huh. I definitely see both sides. Yeah, I feel like it, it I kind agree, of like walks yeah. like a fine line between both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone wants to play chess. You really want to play chess, here. Do you think chess? Like, what? What qualifies something as a sport? 
Um, just winning or losing, you know? That's it. Is chess. Chess? You want chess? It is a sport. Is chess a sport? Let's trust Garrett Grandmasters. They do like 300 computations a second or but more. But human chess. I know. What? Yeah, you get I a team and you get a full life-size chess board <laughs> and you redirect your homies. Ho- homie pawn right, five left. Homie. <laughs> Imagine the leadership of the community. Homie pawn right. Homie B- pawn. B7. Homie rook. <laughs> and you'd have to tackle the queen and the king and the, <laughs> the like, knights like, of the so, other. So pretty much, if two people landed on the same square, you fight they, for they, that they square. fight for that square. Exactly. Oh, that's pretty sick. That's, exactly. But then that kind of takes away the, like the trap setting. Oh yeah, that's just the strategy. Or like, uh, I don't know. What if? What if you you'd have to think that through? No, but what if? What if you literally like? If, it, if, it's, if it's based off of like fights, you put your weaker your weaker people as pawns. So that's yeah. almost like they have, a, they have a higher chance of losing. Then you put your, your strongest person as a queen, who just literally almost every time just, just murks people. Like, wow. I feel like people would actually watch to see that. That would be really <laughs> interesting. That would. I'm not sure how that worked. Maybe it'd be... Have you watched that show Wipeout? I've watched... I don't think... It's... Um, it's see the correlation. Maybe there's... Maybe instead of a full life board, it just, it's like these, it, it's in a, it's in a, it's, it's in water. There's okay, water now, now you're and there's straws and there's... Okay, now, now you're stretching. I don't know what this guy's These little pillows on top of the straws, right? Pills? <laughs> pillows. <laughs> pillows. Pillows. Oh, and he has a jump to each other. He has a jump onto each of his bouncy squares. Okay, it wasn't going to... It's not going to be chess anymore. It was called water chess. W- Wattess? <laughs> Wes! Wes! We get Kanye West to sponsor it. Speaking of Psycho. Kanye West, he is he's still running for president. He is still running for president. I don't like Kanye. You don't like him? No. At is, all? I don't. Even his music? No. I don't know about his music. Like, I like... I, I feel like, like some songs here and there, but I, you know how like there's some diehard, like, Kanye is the greatest? Yeah. He's the greatest artist of all time. <laughs> I think, like, we're... I think we're too young for to like understand his music, you know. I, he, I don't. I don't know. I mean, if you want to ask, if you want to ask someone about Kanye West, ask ask Lou. Oh yeah. Lou loves Kanye. I'm not a huge Kanye guy. I mean, like, there's some songs that I, that I'll, you know that I listen to a lot, but it's more mainstream. I only. I, I don't know like, like his underground. Just the, the bangers. You know? Yeah, just the bangers. You know, I mean, like, and they're bangers for a reason because they're good. But the rest of the music, because eh, I feel like I'll, I'll classify someone as like, like, like pretty good when I'm willing to go and listen to like their non-mainstream stuff. Yeah, like, bro, Travis. <laughs> no, Trap? Yeah, it's oh, a beast. But I don't know, it's just, you know? Yeah. I mean, we've been really. I mean, like, I'd say I'd say a lot of people don't like Drake that much. But I mean, I feel like you gotta put some respect on his name. Yeah. No, he's, no, I, I he's, totally statisti- he's statistically the best artist of all time. Yeah, but like. The thing is that, like, I don't know, I haven't listened to him as much, but, like, does he produce his own stuff, or is he usually just vocals and stuff? To be honest, I don't know. I think he produces some stuff. Is he really the greatest, um, statistically? I thought the Beatles... <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought the Beatles were... Mo- I think he has the most um, top Billboard 100. B- Billboard 100. Really? Yeah. Drake? Chilling. Wow. Yeah, he has, like, the most, the most hits, right? Oh, know. yeah, by by far. He's like, he just hit, um, he has the most Billboard 200 tracks. 
He has 154. Yeah, that's insane. And, like, he's, he's not even that old, right? Uh, like, yeah. That's, even just making 154 tracks takes a It takes long a long time. time. And let alone to have 150. But I think I think tracks. I think a lot. Of, I think some of those like you can, they they'll classify like features as like. Oh yeah, but still, like, it's pretty impressive. Even featuring takes pretty decent process. You know? The baby though. <laughs> What's popping? Brand new. It just happened. Be bold. Well said. I don't know. You took the words right out of my mouth, so. I feel like. I don't know. When you have like only one kind of voice, it's it's kind of hard to like continue to be like continue to pop off. I guess. I think he's gonna change it up. Didn't he try? He tried to on the last album. Because like, that's what happens when. I don't know. I don't know how to explain, but like, you you kind of have to change it up because if you just if you just keep going with the same kind of stuff. Because like you gotta be, you gotta be honest here like a lot of the baby's beats are kind of like the same you know no yeah because yeah. like it's just generic trap beat you know but what isn't a generic trap beat these days um the I plan think, Travis Scott but that's more like a cinematic that's why yeah, that's why it's sick because it's like a yeah it's like it's like meant for a movie you know you it's know very what's, atmospheric what's what's changed a lot within the hip hop I feel like it's People don't listen to hip hop for the lyrics. Yeah. Like if you listen to hip hop for the lyrics and you're a clown. The thing is though, like I would you even consider like because like trap is not hip hop, right? But I feel like most like hip hop just falls under trap, you know? I don't to be honest, I feel like uh, that's a very blurry line for me. Like I don't really know the difference yeah, to be honest. Exactly. Like I feel like trap. I don't know. Like I feel like, you know, NWA, for example, their lyrics are so yeah, you know, they're so, so they're thought out. They're so, so thought out, you know, of the times. Yeah. Well, these days you have WAP, <laughs> you know, that certified freak. Seven count days as a week. Anything. Does that even count as rap? I'll count as hip hop because Megan Thee Stallion's just bars. I mean, her is flow she... is pretty nice, but I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not a huge Megan. Thee I'm, I'm not. I'm not a Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this on record. I'm not a Megan Thee Stallion fan, but I will say that she has. She has nice flow. What can I say? <laughs> so I'll I'll put it under hip hop. What about you, Solomon? What's your favorite rapper? Unless I like J. Cole. J. Cole's, J. Cole's, he, I would say he's still one of the one of the more lyrical people like these days. Like an old head? I like Amine. Amine. Amine's lyrical. He's at. Socks about gentrification in this. Wow. This oh my gosh, it's so that's beautiful. Sick. Right? Yeah. Maybe you and you. Here, let's actually, bring, let's actually bring it back to sports here. Um, let me let me ask you something about you know let's we're talking about lyrics and meaningful lyrics and everything, and that really had me thinking about current events. Do you feel that sports should become political or stay out of politics? Um, I think it should stay. Uh, that's the thing because like sports is such a it's such a consumed form of media, you know like. Because, like, I feel like you have people who watch the news and there's people who watch sports. And, like, the people who watch the news, like, they go inside the people who watch sports, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like it's, like, it's, it's, I feel like it's, it's too consumed of a media to just overlook as some sort of a, uh, a, a resource for politics, like activism. Yeah. yeah. 
Definitely. And, like, I, I definitely agree that... Because, like, you can spread so many positive messages through sports. Because it's already kind of, like, a positive... It's a pretty positive yeah. resource. I mean, just in general, sports are generally positive. I just... Mm, I, can, I can honestly see both sides on this one, though. Because sports is, you know, it's the game, right? People are not going to watch sports for activism. They're not going to watch sports for people ranting on about political ideologies. I feel mm-hmm. like people are going to watch sports for the game and the game only. So I, I can see both sides, but I feel like at the same time you can't just... I mean, it's, it's kind of like a... It's a tough conversation, you know? Yeah, you got you kind of got to be strategic about it, you know? Yeah. So like, I'm excited to see, um, like, if it gets implemented in the future and how. Because, like... Yeah, I mean, well, you've already you already see so the NBA. I mean, if you yeah. haven't seen, I mean, they're like they're allowing all these players to have phrases and words on the back of their jerseys related to activism. Yeah, and definitely. Pretty much like all like I'd say, almost like pretty much everyone's doing it. You know, Black Lives Matter equality, and I think it's a great thing. But at the same time, um, there's some people that just that absolutely hate the, the the combination of politics and sports. Like I think. Some people are like, and it's because of their views, right? Views. Not necessarily their views, but they just, they like when they turn on a sports game, they're not gonna want to see, you know. And, but at the same time, like, like it doesn't change the game, you know. Like yeah, I can see that. No, you know, totally understandable. Yeah, but I feel like a lot. Like, you can use sports to escape, you know, like just the current events stuff. But when you turn on a game and see. You know, everyone taught ranting on about um, their ideologies. Yeah, it, it's a lot different. You know, it's it's changing world. I see, but you know, I, I just know a lot of people are actually like stopping watching sports because yeah. of that. Like, like yeah, not even turning on games anymore. Yeah, that's that's the same thing with the Kaepernick's meal, right? Exactly. Because like, in, at the end of the day, it's your decision to get offended by it or not. Because at the end of the day, you're watching a game. Not some guy kneel for like an hour, you know. He only kneeled for like the anthem, and like it, it's supposed to be a statement. Like it's, I guess it's supposed to. Was it supposed to offend people? No, no, no. I don't he's think trying, he's trying to. Yeah, I mean, so I make a statement for something he believes in, but I mean, yeah, I we'll know. see how. I mean, I think the NBA is that's like. That's already a pretty breakthrough move for them. I mean, to, to implement something like that. Definitely. So we'll see how how it kind of continues to progress in the future. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just feel like the country's really divided right now. What can I say? Hundred percent. Everyone's just gotta. Everyone's just they just need to hate on something, you know. They gotta like, relax. It's just so unfortunate. And, uh, yeah, and I think both sides should really relax. It's not just one side. It's not just liberals. It's not just conservatives. Oh, it's both of them. Okay, you, you can't have one side without the other. There's, there's yeah. no. If you have one side completely, then then it would be shit. It would be a shit world. Yeah, you can't have only one side. That is, that is impossible. There's no feasible way for any of that to happen. But like, I think the first step to unify is to understand each other's differences because like. There's a reason that people have those views, you know, whether it be their environment, whether it be the people they grew up with, whether it be the experiences they have. Like there's there's a reason for why people believe in what. 
Understand. So, yeah, there's always a stem for some sort of belief, but you know, I feel like it, it just takes some sort of effort mm-hmm. to acknowledge that, yeah. that source. Who knows? Who knows what the solution is to this this shit show in America? But I mean, we got donuts, so it's not that bad. What do you think, Solomon? I'm glad we had us talk about sports. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> well, we'll conclude it on the political note. That's um, it's episode one of the and other things radio. Hey, heck yeah! Premiering weekly. I don't know what day yet, but um, yeah. All right. Well, that's Solomon Kim and Tyler Yu. Well uh, done. Solomon's gonna go play a game of chess. Oh. And good night.